Welcome back. This is Edward Reeves Buddhist Books Podcast, which has recently been shortened to Buddhist Books Podcast, but it might take me a minute to catch up with myself. Um, this is a little bit of a special episode. By the way, this is episode 147, Tipitaka, part 81. The episode is special because uh, for the people on YouTube, so uh, for everyone else, just bear with me for a minute. This is mostly for the people on YouTube. Um, the Buddhist books recitals began on December 5th, 2021 on Edward Reeb's YouTube channel, and they've been there ever since. Until today, um, there's a new YouTube channel called Buddhist Books Podcast. And uh, if you don't mind, if I could ask you to take a moment, please, and subscribe, um, or subscribe. The button is on one side or the other, depending on whether you're on YouTube, on the, uh, the app, on the phone, or on the desktop. Um, but yes, uh, so if you were subscribed to Edward Reed, that's fine. You can keep that subscription if you'd like. I'll be posting travel videos every few months and uh, maybe book-related things. Um, but that YouTube channel has officially given birth and severed the uh, proverbial umbilical cord. And um, so Buddhist Books Podcast is on its own now with its own YouTube channel. And um, for those of you who, if this is your first time seeing me, um, I'll just give you a little bit of a rundown of what we do here, what I do here, really. Let me put this down. Um, camera two. Uh, so, okay. I'll make it short. Um, so right now we're going through the, uh, the Tibitaka of pre-sectarian early Buddhism, which will uh, lead into the proper Tipitaka, I mean, proper Theravada, post-Ashok, um, present-day Theravada, in other words. Um, we've got the commentaries of Buddha Gosa and some other, you know, notable commentators of 5th century common era, or AD, if you will, if you swing that way. Um, but here we have the pre-sectarian early Buddhism. In other words, the first two baskets especially are universal uh, the third basket, there's a little bit of variation when you ask one Theravadan school of present day or another, you know, exactly which books are, you know, go, go in it. Um, but yeah, so what we've been doing for the past several months is reading through the rules. Uh, these six books are the Vinaya Pitaka. Um, the Sutta Vibhanga is where we are. We're in the first part of the Vinaya Pitaka. We're on book three. Uh, so we'll be continuing with that today. However, sometimes we branch off into other things, like, for example, Mahayana. Uh, we've got the Shanzan um, reaction and review, for example. That's very Mahayana. And also, um, quite a lot. You might notice a bit of a Vajrayana theme happening here. My dad was uh, primarily Vajrayana, so that's mostly my background, but I've decided to dive into the whole of all the various forms of Buddhism uh, by making this podcast. And so you're invited to come along with me if that interests you. If it doesn't, that's okay too, because um, I'm mostly doing this for myself, but 
you're invited. Um, so yes, the Vajrayana, here we've got the, uh, for example, the Padma Sambhava recitals, which you can watch here by clicking that. If you're on YouTube, you see a link up here. Um, that's a playlist for the first five of the uh, recitals of the Life and Liberation of Padmasambhava, which you can see here, um, by Yeshitsogyo, presumably, allegedly. Um, and uh, every 10 episodes, we read one of the cantos or chapters uh, or songs, if you will, chants. Uh, but we read the English translation of all of these things. Um, so this is the original Pali of the earliest uh, Buddhist scriptures. And uh, we read the English translation as per the Pali Text Society. Thank you, Pali Text Society. That's always fun. And then also every once in a while, uh, we make it all the way over to Zen or Chan. For example, just recently, when we celebrated the one-year anniversary episode of this podcast, uh, we, I talked a lot about Dogen and Shobogenzo. Shobogenzo's down here. Um, and recited Fukan Zazengi. So there you have it. These five, generally speaking, and also um, this elusive sixth one, I mean, these are general categories. Obviously, there's more than these six forms of Buddhism, but these general categories, you know, at least for purposes of these icons up here, um, is what we're doing. Uh, so you over there can see this bookshelf here. So some books were too big to fit in here, and this obviously is full. So uh, there's a few books that we will eventually get to that are not in here, they're in there. So that includes um, this, the Matrix and Diamond World Mandalas in Shingon Buddhism. So that's an example of uh, Japanese Vajrayana. A little different from Tibetan Vajrayana. And uh, in a few years, or however many years it takes to read all of these books, uh, we will be able to kind of triangulate and by, you know, keeping one eye in Tibetan Buddhism and one eye in Japanese Vajrayana Buddhism or Shingon, we can triangulate and look back and see what they were doing in Nalanda University in the 7th century and 8th century um, based on that, because it developed kind of independently in Tibet as well as in Japan. But the things that they have in common probably point to what they were doing in Nalanda. Of course, all of that was kind of destroyed in the 1100s, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, then I guess that's enough of an introduction. So if you're, if you're interested in um, going on this long, long journey with me, then don't forget to subscribe. Another way to get there is you can just click here and that will take you to the channel, the new channel, Buddhist Books Podcast. I assume you're seeing it on the screen right now because Future Me, Editor Me, will have done that. Thank you, Future Me. Um, so uh, let's get to today's reading, shall we? As mentioned, we are on book three of the Vinaya Pitaka, of the, uh, the Tipitaka. So let's get to it. So we left off last time with the second 
of the rules which need to be confessed. You might notice the big microphone is back, but we've also got the little clip microphone because it kind of sounded like a Zoom, like I was on a Zoom call. It automatically cancels out the, uh, the external noise, which as annoying as it is, you know Chikung philosophy by now. Some of you do. Um, I kind of like it. I kind of like the, the extra noise. Plus, I don't know, there's a fullness to the voice uh, from this, from this microphone here. Um, so there you have it. Special guest today, the uh, very modern patriotic version of the Pillar of Ashok, which, thanks to one of my earliest interviews, well, my earliest interview on the To Be a Yogi podcast with Ashok Malhotra, we learned... Ashok means the greatest king of India. Mm -hmm. He spread Buddhism all over the world. Into 61 BC. Nice. Because of King Ashoka, you had Buddhism. <laughs> because if you're a practicing uh, Buddhist uh, meditation, I think it's King Ashoka who started the whole thing in 261 BC. So nice. Ashoka means the king of India, the greatest king of India who unified the whole country. Secondly, Ashoka also means uh, one who takes away all your worries, all your stress, all your strain, all your anxiety, uh, and so forth. So that's what Ashok means, and many other things. There is an eternal tree in India, which is called Ashoka tree. Thank you, Ashok Malhotra. Um, so yes, these pillars of Ashok, he built all over India when he was spreading Buddhism, when he was ruling kind of all of present-day India, except for the southernmost tip and uh, kind of into what we now call Bangladesh and a little bit of China and, and uh, Nepal and Bhutan and whatnot and, and over into present-day Pakistan. That was all um, Ashok's domain where Buddhism was flourishing back then um, in about the 3rd century BCE. This is, a, this is him. That's Ashok. So I use his image to denote uh, Theravada as after it became codified and sort of state sanctioned, which as we know in the West from Constantine, it starts to have a little bit of a different feel once Constantine's on board. Um, so that's why pre-sectarian is differentiated from um, post-Ashok Theravatan, right? We're all here. Um, so normally when we have this out, uh, we hear the Indian national anthem, yes. Um, Got to stand when you hear that. They used to play that before every movie, but I, I think I noticed the last time we went to the movies, they didn't play it. So maybe that law is uh, been done away with. I don't know. Comment below if you're familiar with what I'm talking about. So let us begin today's reading. How is everybody? You guys doing well? Confession. Padi Desania. Three. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, there was in Savati a certain family, which on both sides came to be pleased. Uh, pause. So... When they say pleased in this 1938 British translation, they're referring 
not to like ooh, like pleasure, but this is this is more like on the way to enlightenment. They came to be content, santosha, for those who are into the uh, the limbs of yoga. Anyway, it grew in faith, the family. It decreased in wealth. You know, honestly, when I left my office job and became a professional yoga teacher, I too decreased in wealth. It happens, but. Whatever solid food or soft food accrued to that family before a meal, having given it all away to monks, sometimes they went without food. People, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the recluses, sons of the Sakyans, not knowing moderation, accept... These, parentheses, people, and parentheses, having given to these, parentheses, monks, and parentheses, sometimes go without food. Monks, end quote. Monks heard these people who three dots spread it about. They became upset and stuff like that. It goes in the three dots here. Polytech society likes to replace words with three dots. Okay, then these monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, I'll quote, I allow you, monks, when a family is growing in faith, is decreasing in wealth, to give such a family an agreement as to learners, by a parentheses formal and parentheses act, at which the motion is followed by one proclamation. And thus, monks, should it be given. The order should be informed by an experienced, competent monk, saying, quote within quotes, Honored sirs, let the order listen to me. Such and such a family is growing in faith, is decreasing in wealth. If it seems right to the order, let the order give the agreement as to learners to such and such a family. This is the motion. Honored sirs, let the order listen to me. Such and such a family, three dots in wealth. So in other words, he repeats everything he just said. They say it three times. The order gives the agreement as to learners to such and such a family. If the giving of the agreement as to learners to such and such a family is pleasing to the venerable ones. Let them be silent. If it is not pleasing, they should speak. Well, that sounds like silence to me. That's how they vote, you see. The agreement as to learners is given by the order to such and such a family. And it is right. Three dots. So do I understand this. End quote within quotes. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever are those families that are agreed upon as learners, whatever monk having accepted among such families are as are agreed upon as learners, solid food or soft food with his own hand, should eat it or partake of it, it should be confessed by that monk, saying, quote within quotes, I have fallen, your reverences, into a blameworthy matter, unbecoming, which ought to be confessed. I confess it. End quote within quotes, end quotes. 
And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now at that time there came to be a festival at Savati. People, having invited monks, offered them food. The monks, being scrupulous, did not consent, thinking, quote, it is forbidden by the Lord. Having accepted among families that are agreed upon as learners, solid food or soft food with one's own hand, to eat it, to partake of it, end quote. These looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, but how is it that because of our way of living, the masters do not accept from us, end quote with it. Monks heard these people who three dots spread it about. Then these monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reason to talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, when invited, having accepted among families agreed upon as learners solid food or soft food with your own hand, to eat it, to partake of it, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever are those families that are agreed upon as learners, whatever monk, if he is not invited beforehand, having accepted among such families as are agreed upon as learners solid food or soft food with his own hand, should eat it or partake of it, it should be confessed by that monk, saying, quote the quotes, I have fallen, your reverences, into a blameworthy matter, unbecoming, which ought to be confessed. I confess it. End quote within quotes. End quote. And thus, this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Cheers. Now, at that time, a certain monk came to frequent that family. Then that monk having dressed in the morning, taking his bowl and robe, approached that family. And having approached, he sat down on the appointed seat. At that time, this monk came to be ill. Then these people spoke thus to this monk, quote, eat, honored sir, end quote. Then that monk, thinking, quote, it is forbidden by the Lord not being invited, having accepted among families agreed upon as learners solid food or soft food with one's own hand, to eat it, to partake of it, end quote. And being scrupulous, he did not accept. He was not able to walk for alms. He became famished. Then that monk, having gone to the monastery, told this matter to the monks. The monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reason to talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, when a monk is ill, having accepted among families agreed upon as learners solid food or soft food with his own hand, to eat it, to partake of it, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever are those families that are agreed upon as learners, whatever monk, if he is not invited beforehand, parentheses and, and parentheses, not ill, having accepted among such families as are agreed upon as learners solid food or soft food with his own hand, 
should eat it or partake of it, it should be confessed by that monk, saying, quote, within quotes, your reverences, I have fallen into a blameworthy matter, unbecoming, which ought to be confessed. I confess it, end quote, within quotes, end quote. Whatever are those families that are agreed upon as learners means a family agreed upon as learners is called that family which is growing in faith, decreasing in wealth. For such a family, an agreement as to learners comes to be given by a parentheses formal and parentheses act at which the motion is followed by one proclamation. Whatever means. It's been a little while. Um, here is three dots, but several months ago, um, in the first of the three books we've read so far, uh, at the very beginning of the first of the big rules, they explained what whatever means. So let's have a nice little flashback. Take it away, me from the past. Whatever means. He who, on account of his relations, on account of his social standing, on account of his name, on account of his clan, on account of his morals, on account of his dwelling, on account of his field of activity, in parentheses, an elder or a novice or one of middle standing, this is called whatever. Thank you, me from the past. Monk means... Take it away, me from the past. He's a monk because he is a beggar for alms, a monk because he submits to wandering for alms, a monk because he is one who wears the patchwork cloth, a monk by the designation, parentheses of others, and parentheses, a monk on account of his knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me, on account of his acknowledgement, a monk is called, quote, come, monk, and parentheses, a monk is endowed with going to the three refugees. A monk is auspicious. A monk is the essential. A monk is a learner. A monk is an adept. A monk means one who is endowed with harmony for the order. The, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision with actions parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline, and parentheses. With steadfastness, with attributes of a man perfected. Whatever monk is endowed with harmony for the order, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times, and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline. I think that's implied, right? Maybe that's what they're saying. Okay, end parentheses. With steadfastness, okay, actions, like not just any old action, like actions that are, anyway. With steadfastness and the attributes of a man perfected, this one is a monk as understood in meaning, in this meaning. Thank you, me from the past. All right, we're back in the present. Among such families as are agreed upon as learners means among families like these, agreed upon as learners. Not invited means not invited for today or tomorrow. If he invites him as he is entering the precincts of the house, this means not invited. Invited means invited for today or tomorrow. If he invites him not as he is entering the precincts of his house, this means invited. Not ill means he is able to walk for all. 
Ill means he is not able to walk for alms. Solid food means setting aside the five parentheses kinds of and parentheses meals. Food that may be eaten, parentheses, food that may be eaten, and parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life. That must mean something other than during life, as I understand during life, because isn't that like in between birth and death, right? Anyway, uh, the rest means solid food. So food you eat before you're born or after you die. No, it must mean something. Okay, any uh, scholars of uh, the three baskets do, please. Let me know. Soft food means the five kinds of meals, cooked rice, food made with flour, barley meal, fish, meat. If he is not invited, not ill, parentheses and, and parentheses accepts, thinking, quote, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote, there is an offensive wrong. For every mouthful, there is an offense which ought to be confessed. Thank you. If he thinks that they are agreed upon as learners when they are agreed upon as learners, parentheses and, and parentheses, not invited, not ill, having accepted with his own hand solid food or soft food, eats it or partakes of it, there is an offense which ought to be confessed. If he is in doubt as to whether they are agreed upon as learners, three dots. If he thinks that they are not agreed upon as learners when they are agreed upon as learners, three dots. Offense which ought to be confessed. If he accepts for the sake of nutriments, parentheses, food that may be eaten, and parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, there is an offensive wrongdoing. It's a lesser offense. For every mouthful, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that they are agreed upon as learners when they are not agreed upon as learners, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he is in doubt because he thought he was doing something wrong, even though he wasn't, so he intentionally did an act that he thought was wrong, and that's a wrongdoing, even though the act itself wasn't wrong, right? It comes up pretty much with every rule. Um, yes, if he is in doubt as to whether they are not agreed upon as learners, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that they are not agreed upon as learners, when they are not agreed upon as learners, any guesses? There is no offense. There is no offense if he is invited, if he is ill, if he eats the remainder, parentheses, of a meal, and parentheses, of one who was invited, or one who is ill, don't eat the food, the leftovers of one who's ill. I mean, that's my advice. Anyway, if there come to be alms there prepared for others, if having taken it out from the house, they give, if he is a regular diner, if it is, parentheses, food allowed, and parentheses, by ticket, if it is food, parentheses, given on, and parentheses, a day of the waxing or waning of the moon, on an observance day. Back then, there probably wasn't an observance day, like, every day, you know? 
there was one time um, at my old office job, I decided I wanted to know what holidays were being celebrated anywhere in the world, in any faith, in any, you know, national whatever. So, so I went into Excel, you know, was it Excel? The one Outlook, the one you use for emails. And I said, you know, clicked all of them and said, you know, download these into my calendar. And my computer crashed and I had to call IT and then eventually they were like, did you try to download every holiday in the world into your calendar? I'm like, yeah. But yeah, that's what did it. Um, or it crashed Outlook. Outlook stopped working. Anyway, so back then, that's probably not what they meant. Otherwise, you could accept food every day of the year and twice on Sunday. All right. Um, observance day, yes. <clears throat> On the day after an observance day, if when there is a reason, he gives parentheses, food that may be eaten and parentheses during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, and he makes use of it, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the third, meaning the third confession or a rule that must be confessed. Well, that one uh, was interesting, made sense. Not a shred of like chauvinism. It was, it was very nice. That, that one was nice. Was, I feel uh, like I learned something today. It's like they created a new class of people within the hierarchy of Buddhism. So now there's, there's high-ranking monks, low-ranking monks, nuns, you know, probationers, and people who are on their way to becoming monks. And then there's, between that and lay people, there's a new class of people and you're not supposed to go begging for too much food from them because they're not out, uh, you know, greedily hoarding wealth uh, from the capitalistic society of 6th century BCE, but rather um, dedicating most of their time to learning and meditating and spending time with monks and practicing, uh, you know, mindfulness, I guess you could say. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice. Um, all right, well, special thanks to the, uh, the present-day pillar of Ashok. It's become a, sort of a nationalistic symbol in India. I got this one up in the, uh, where the, the Gorkha army, uh, the first and fourth something, where they train, where they live. Um, there's a shop there. Thought it'd be nice to have one. Uh, yes, and special thanks to you. And again, uh, you know, don't forget if you'd like to subscribe to the new channel here, Buddhist Books Podcast channel. I think as of right now, there's nine subscribers. So if we could get that up a little bit, that'd be nice. Because um, it's brand new, brand new channel. Um, if you would like to start at the beginning of the Tipitaka, I don't think I said this earlier. Uh, you can click this playlist here. And if you would like to start at the beginning of uh, the Buddhist Books podcast, there is another playlist that so long as 17 seconds have elapsed in between the time that I pointed to the previous link and the time that I point to it, then you will see it appear here, Buddhist Books from the beginning. Um, and... Uh, I, I might have used all five of my allotted cards. And uh, yeah, thanks for going on this journey with me. Thank you for joining me for this first 
whatever episode on that is uploaded to the new channel. The rest of the episodes, they're still on the Edward Reed, uh, but all the playlists are, are visible on the new Buddhist Books channel. And moving forward, these episodes will also be uploaded directly to the Buddhist Books channel. Right? Makes sense. I will go ahead and close now before it gets too boring. I'll be closing with the prayer that my father and I used to give at the end of our morning meditation as I was growing up. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.